Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Yada Yada Boys, the official Dredgers Adventure podcast of the anime, of the manga, of the Hirohiko Araki. I'm your host, Eddie Colasso, also known as Oh, That's a Baseball 64. And with me, as always, is Brooks Oglesby. Hi, I'm your Galaxy Defender, Brooks Oglesby, and we're here, and it's everybody's wet and wild and colorful, and it's good. I like it! <laughs> I like it! We were talking about it in in uh, JoJo chat the other day. It's this, we're, we're in part four now. Diamond is Unbreakable, which mm-hmm. the exact translation is Diamond is not Crash. Which is true. Which is true. And in this one, it's there's a lot more colors. Everyone's very mm-hmm. smooth. It's kind of like a fun pop art thing, and everybody just got out of the shower with all of their clothes. Their eyes are always watering, and no one has tires in their shoulders. <laughs> I think that's the main. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's it's still the same JoJo. We got characters from the past. We have gruesome dog death. Mm-hmm. We have all, all kind of the old standbys. The, a very, very good theme song that I'm excited to talk about. The more things change, the more the rest of it. Um, before, before we get into, uh, part four, we have to do some, I have to explain some things to you. Uh, these are, these, okay. there's, there's memes. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, just, cause we know explaining memes and comedy is very funny. So let's just uh-huh. get that off the bat. Um, I'm just preparing you for things you might hear or see in our, our adventure through this part. Okay. So one is, uh, the pose Koichi does in the intro. It's a fucking banger of a pose. It, it, it's good, like that's like a funny Photoshop one. Yeah, I feel like I've seen that before. It looked familiar. Um, another word maybe you're familiar with is a uh, duang. Have you seen this? Uh, I don't think so. Actually, okay. so let me uh, know your meme history dot com here. For a okay. while, the only like widely available English translation of the part for manga was done. As far as I know, I could be wrong on some minor details, by Chinese students for their English assignment. Okay. So it was a very bad translation. And <laughs> they translated Morio as Duang. Okay. Uh, and there's some other lines like, get a feeling so complicated and I am the fucking strong. That, <laughs> that you might see. But the main one is Duang, and there's a scene where a character is sitting in the park eating a sandwich... And they say something like, ah, what a beautiful doing. There's no place uh, as beautiful be as like, this. So, oh, I have this sandwich because I'm hungry like the wolf. No, it's just what a beautiful doing so, is the main one. So Okay, that's pretty good. So you might see those uh, pop up here and there, just so you know, so you're not... Confused. Yeah, I don't want another situation where I'm watching Stardust Crusaders like, oh, I can't wait for Dio to say Kono Dio da. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So you'll be. Pre- you the, said in fucking episode two. The uh, he said it episode one. Was that really episode one? Yeah, he Fuck. says it after. Phantom Blood was so fast. He, ki- he says it after he kisses Arina. That happened in episode one. Yes. Dude, I miss Dio. <laughs> uh, in the manga version I read, they kept what a beautiful doing in it. Okay. So it's like a thing. <laughs> Anyway, that that doesn't happen. I like it. So just so when you see someone eating a sandwich and talking about how beautiful the town is, you'll say, "Oh, I know what this this is funny." Okay. But uh, for nice. now, we're we're only on the first episode, episode one. Spoilers: Jotaro meets Josuke. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's this one start? Um, there's this. You're listening to to Kai Harada on the radio, and it's is it Morio? Is that how you Morio, say it? Morio, yeah, Morio to radio. 
I'm just like I'm. I don't. Ex- I mean, unless unless he fucking Avdol shows up later on, which who knows? I don't expect to have to really say Kakyoin anymore. You, so I'm. You do not have to. I'm apologies in advance for whatever the fuck that like I my mouth ruins. Mm-hmm. Um, just gonna get this out of the way. Also, it's Higashikata. Josuke Higashikata. I'm probably saying it Higashikata? wrong. Higashikata. Higashikata. I don't know. Okay, we'll we'll work on it. Let's, we just call him Josuke. We'll do better. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like there we see this cute little suburban home and somebody's making breakfast and it's really it's it's getting used to the art style. It's really it's like a post Dio world. It's really nice. Um, it's idyllic. It looks like a fucking Call of Duty map. That cool one from the fifties. Mm-hmm. But it's the nineties, baby. It's nineteen ninety nine. Like Prince said, nineteen ninety nine. And a hand, there you see a hand set down some eggs and bacon down on the table, and then the music gets kind of staticky. And oh, beans! It zooms out, and it's just kind of a bloody hand kind of disembodied it's i mean it's probably nothing like yeah we probably won't revisit it yeah it's no big deal just kind of like a fun adam's family house uh but then immediately after cut to uh jotaro in an uber uh-huh he's literally he's getting the fucking new in town conversation at the beginning of an animal crossing game jotaro looks so fucking fresh i you know <laughs> I I don't know if I like it. He has huge... His outfit is all white, and he has huge parachute pants, and he has 19 uh-huh. belts, and his hat is still there. He has a he has a big white hat now, and it has a J and a heart on it. Mm-hmm. Custom made. And also, his his black hair is fusing perfectly into the hat. Mm-hmm. It's good. If you think that it's... If you think that it's more, like, conceivable... And legible to the eye now that it's a completely different color. It's not. Just forget, just forget about it. Some things you have to... Yeah, it's chocolate vanilla swirl up there. <laughs> uh, so, Jotaro, he's in the car with this guy, and he's like, oh, like, what do you know about this town? And he's like, uh, nothing really. Uh, they have, like, a beef tongue that's good. Which does, which is paid off later. Yeah, you hear it on the TV. Yeah. Uh, so then Jotaro, like, looks in his, in his pocket and he takes out, you think he's taking out the Stardust Crusaders picture, but it's, you know, yeah, definitely, for sure. But it's three, like, spooky pictures. And then he puts Mm -hmm. them away and he's like, yada, yada, I hope nothing annoying happens. (laughs) And then it says, Diamond is Unbreakable. Yeah, it's, the gang experiences annoying things right after that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Also, I just want to get this out of the way, um, at the beginning, just going to call, uh, the shot, um, Remember how Dio had, like, a heart headband, and it was also in his skull? Mm-hmm. Well, Jotaro's new hat has a heart right there, so think about it. That's all I'm saying. You, it's, the hat is actually part of Jotaro's skull. That's why it's white. Right. Yeah. It's, it's just bone. Uh, and that's that's why you can get a thousand knives shoved into it, and that's fine. Uh, hold on, I'm getting a text from Kim. It says, okay, should I get a bubble tea for you? I mean... It's tradition. Yeah, I think so, probably. Oh, she also sent me a video. This this should be good for the for the podcast. Let me open okay. this video and send a text. Kind message. of a season premiere vignette. It's, I like it. It's a guy walking. There's something on his back. Oh, there's a guy at the mall with, like, a, a cat in a backpack. Okay. That's fun. Okay, thanks, Kim. Thanks, Kim. Uh, I'm sure our viewers enjoyed that. Uh... So then, I bet this would be the part that Kim likes to look at the most when she's when we talk about her. No, in terms of like Diamond is Unbreakable. Oh, I don't know. I'll have to get her opinion. I mean, she's probably like morally against it. 
Sure. But I think I could show her a couple characters and she'd be like, that's good color. She'd like Koichi. Speaking of, um, a little, a tiny little boy is here. Just a small boy who's starting his first day of high school. And the first thing he says is, my name is Koichi Hirose, but you don't have to remember that. Thanks. So he probably won't be important. Yeah, he's wearing, he's also, he's wearing a Kakuin outfit, so sorry, I do have to say it again. He's wearing basically the exact same thing. I mean, it's just a reg, I'm assuming that's the regular school outfit, which no one else has to wear. But but Kakyoin went on a 50-day journey across the world, and he's like, better wear my school outfit the whole time. Better die in this outfit. <laughs> Jotaro did. Yeah. But his is custom $5 million. So this is, um, he's three years younger than Kakyoin was. Mm-hmm. And he's, and I mean, Jotaro, he's a big boy. He's over 190 centimeters, but he is only up to Jotaro's waist. Yeah, so I guess they're freshmen. So what is that, like 14, 15? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he sees Jotaro and he says, like, look, the size of this lad. Absolute, yeah, absolute unit. Yeah. Um, and I think he, he, he it like, freezes because he, he bumps into Jotaro. And, and all, of his, all of his belongings pop out of his bag, or so you think. He, yeah, it's like a comedy, like, school thing where all the stuff lights up, but Star Platinum, like, gets it really fast and puts it back in the bag. Um... And he also says, like, this is Jotaro Kujo, 28, famous for marine ecological research. Yeah, he's a famous marine explorer. He looks like one. He does. So he wasn't using fucking Zawardo right there? No, that was just Star Platinum being very fast. Okay, because it's that that was definitely how I read it in terms like even Koichi's like, whoa, I thought that I was bumped to the ground or something like that. But then later he brings up that he hasn't used it in 10 years, mm-hmm. so um, whatever. Yeah. So I don't give a fuck. then, um, we are introduced to a smooth boy who hates turtles. Mm-hmm, just a smooth jet set radio punk. I'm just gonna bring this up right now. This turtle thing never comes back. It's not. Oh, his thing about turtles. Yeah, it's like wham shadow. Like you don't need to worry about it. I mean, I was worried about you. I know that you like turtles. Yeah, it was very bad to see at certain points. Well, yeah. So uh, we see a smooth boy at a fountain, and he's like looking at a turtle, and he's like, "I hate turtles, but I need to overcome my fear on the first day of school." <laughs> uh, and then like a bunch of school punks walk by, and they bump into Koichi, and he's like, "I'm Koichi. Nice to meet you." And they're like, "Okay, good." But then they bump into. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah, good job. But then they bump into this uh, smooth boy, and they're like, "Hey, idiot! What happens?" They like, they're like, "Give us your clothes." Yeah, they're like, "Hey, I like all of the hearts that all fucking JoJo's are required to wear all over their clothes now. Give me your entire uniform." Mm-hmm. And he he does not like that. And he's like, "Oh, hey, I I was just watching this turtle come out of hibernation." <laughs> and then one of them like kills the turtle. Yeah, the punk grabs the turtle, and you just fucking hate to see it. He just fucking smashes it against a wall, and it's bloody, and its legs are twitching, and it's bad to see. Mm. And fucking, me, like, as that's happening, Jotaro's kind of walking away, and he's like, on top of everything else, I'm mad that Josuke didn't get mad about the turtle. Yeah, so he says that. He says that he's like, Josuke didn't get mad about the turtle. And they're like, give us your um, expensive, like, clothes. And Jotaro's like, well, maybe you shouldn't wear expensive clothes. He's like, he was asking for it. It's a good point. Um, so then, so, so what happens? One of them says he has Astro Boy hair. Yeah, well, there's also, 
They make fun of him, and they and he's like, oh, "Hello, my name is uh, Josuke Higashikasa from pla- from class one B." And they make fun of him and say they look at like his fucking I don't know passport or ID or something, and they're like, "We're gonna call you JoJo from now on." How do you get JoJo? I don't. Maybe it's like the kanji or something. Okay. I, I guess there's some technical reason he gets to be JoJo, but it's for us. I don't understand it. Yeah, but then they very much do say that he has Astro Boy hair and tell him to take his uniform off. Uh, and hey, here's here's a character trait you might uh, want to remember. Yeah, I'm guessing we this should probably we should mention up. if you if you're not watching that Josuke has like a ridiculous like pompadour, it's a strong pomp, strong pompadour that like extends several feet in front of his forehead. Yeah, he looks um, like that one Monster Factory character. Did, did I send you the fucking picture of like when he's first introduced in the manga? Or did you so. see it on my Twitter? It's Is it like a full page spread of just the pomp? No, it's a full page spread of him, but it's like uh, through like over the course of Diamond is Unbreakable, like Araki's style changes to the more like not as much shading and like mm-hmm. more smooth kind of. He just looks like a gigantic buff Jotaro with a different hair and it's terrible to look at. Oh fuck, I did see And his that. like arms yeah. are all twisted. It's, yeah. it's, it's bad to see. That boy is 15 years old. <laughs> um, I love how bored Araki gets with his own shit. Like, I think we mentioned this before, but people have asked him, like, some characters come back, but why don't, like, more? And he's like, because I forget how to draw them. <laughs> but he he remembers so much how to draw Joseph Joestar. He really does. A very good memory of how to draw him. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then he gets, he gets very mad. And he, like, punches the big bully in the face, and... With a big... He has a big stand fist. A big stand fist. And then Jatara's like, hey, that looks cool. Uh, No, one of them's like, oh, because he reads his ID. And he's like, oh, Josuke Higashikata. And Jotaro's like, hmm, this is convenient. Um, And then he punches the big bully in the face and breaks his nose. And then, afterwards, his nose, like, morphs into a weird shape. Right. Like, it's broken, and then his nose goes back to normal, but it's like a a big, like, wide uh, me-maker nose. Yeah. And they don't like that very much, and then they they run away. They run away, and also the turtle's better now, don't Turtle's we? better, it's good. And Josuke picks him up, and he's like, I didn't want to do this, and he puts him back in the fountain, or whatever. And then uh, Jatara walks up, and he's like, hey, this is the plot for this season. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, sorry for not intervening. Anyways, hey, what's up? So he uh, goes up, to, and he he's like tells Josuke stuff that he knows so about good. him. And he's like, hey, uh, Josuke, uh, my name's Jotaro. Uh, and your dad is Joseph Joestar. It's so good. Joseph Joestar. So technically, I, I looked this up because he said he had and he had Josuke when he was 65. He's uh-huh. 69, nice, during the events of Star Wars Crusaders. Right. So during that time, he already had Josuke and we didn't know about right. it. Right. And it's he mentions that... Uh, Josuke had a 50-day fever in 1987, mm-hmm. which was when he was, like... So when Holly was dying by, like, vines, fucking Josuke was also on the verge of death and almost died. And no one knew about it. But hey, you got, it like, a sixth stand out of it, so... It's pretty fucking good. Did they ever mention the name of his stand in these two episodes? Uh, it's a Shining Diamond, right? Oh, yeah. Shining Diamond... It's uh, Crazy Diamond is the original name. Shiny Diamond Correct. is the... Correct. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Which, uh, are you, so are you a crazy diamond person? Uh, yeah, I'm a crazy diamond person, because I think it just sounds cooler. Okay. Um, so then, so yeah, he tells him that, uh, yeah, Joseph is his dad, 
and that he's 78 years he's old 70, and he loves Joestar Realty. And uh, <laughs> Jotaro is Josuke's nephew? Yes, which I like. Which is good and funny. And basically he's like, oh, uh, Joseph is like dividing up his uh, like inheritance and he wants you to get a third of it. And Josuke's like, I don't want that. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the entire Joestar household is in chaos since the news of Joseph's affair. Susie Q is furious after 61 years of marriage. Yeah. The whole time... It's so good. The whole, like, there was one episode when Susie Q is like, I know Joseph better than anyone, and he wouldn't do something like this. And I just uh-huh. was like, oh no, he would. <laughs> He's super what he already had. If there's two things you got to know about Joseph Joestar, is that he loves... Getting his cheeks that he's... slammed in heaven, and he loves cheating on his wife. <laughs> he's still working through what, what kind of gets his gears turning. Yeah, he's like, and he saw Josuke's hot mom in 1983, and he was like, "Hey, you know, you know what it is. Yeah, you know what it is. Here's, hey, you want, you want, you want to get your cheeks slammed?" And then she said, "Yes, thank you." And then, and then Josuke's here, and he has good hair, and that's how the, that's JoJo, uh, and that's what Jotaro says to Josuke. <laughs> So they're walking and Jotaro is telling Josuke this and he's like, yeah, so you're going to get a third of his uh, inheritance. And Josuke's like, I don't want it. Like, I don't want to be involved in this. I don't want family drama or like right. anything like that. So and, uh, at this point, uh, like some fucking speaking of things that Araki does all the fucking time, mm-hmm. this is just like group of monolithic schoolgirls. It's exactly it's the exactly the scene from Star's Crusaders. <laughs> yeah. And Jotaro's like, they're like, Josuke, Josuke, hey, walk me to class. And Jotaro says, I'm not done yet. Tell these girls to kick rocks. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Have your stupid talk about hair later. And then Josuke just fucking starts glowing. Yeah, he's going. Cause, and then they're like, oh, no, you talk shit about his hair. Now he's mad. And then, mm-hmm. like, his stand pops out. And Jotaro's like, uh-oh, here it comes. And, jo- like, I don't think at this point Josuke has ever seen another stand. But he's fucking battling Star Platinum. And he's like, who has a fresh new soul patch? Star Platinum. I like the color scheme. Yeah. He's like, you're open from your waist down. And he's like fighting Star Platinum. And he's not like, whoa, you can do this too or anything like that. Yeah. He's just like, <laughs> he's just straight into it. Yep. So then uh, Jotaro thinks this is a good time to stop time for the first time in 10 years. Right. So he can teleport behind his nephew and say, behind his what? His, no. Yeah, his nephew. No, or his uncle his, so he can teleport behind his uncle and punch him in the head nothing personal kid <laughs> and just like rocks his shit yeah and jotaro's hat turns into fucking rorschach's mask for some reason mm-hmm. i think then... i think that was uh like uh crazy diamond's power like yeah like when it, it touched it at some point and then like when it got reformed into a bad hat yeah uh so jotaro still hates women because he yells at them to run away yeah, he punches out Josuke and then says, shut up, it pisses me off when girls freak out. So he says that, Fucking... and the girls are still there, and then Jotaro's yeah. like, Josuke, this power is called a stand. It's a <laughs> it's a physical manifestation of your mental energies. And they're still there watching it. Like, he's just saying this shit in front of them. The, in, in the 500 episodes of Stardust Crusaders, the only character development Jotaro got was, learned what a stand is. Yeah. I mean, I like, I like Jotaro in this part a lot more, because he's kind of like the mentor character. Right. And he's not just like, mean and, well, he's mean now, but he's not just like, punch guy. Like, he's, he's smart. Right, he's smart, but character development machine broke. So, uh, we should mention Koichi's still here. 
and he does not. Yeah, Koichi's just kind of still hanging out, huh? <laughs> he does not have a stand. So he. Yeah, I noticed that from the cool dance in the intro. So he says the probably the best lines to describe JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, mm. I have no idea what's going on, but something is definitely happening. Because <laughs> as far as he knows, Josuke's nephew just teleported behind him and punched him in the head immediately. Right. And then he started talking about mental energies. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Koichi's good. Right. Did, Koichi, yeah. Koichi so far pretty Don't worry. He's not like a Poco or anything. He's a very good character. I imagine. Um. um so... What happened was, uh, or Jotaro produces the picture that you think is the picture of him and his dead friends and his dead boyfriend, but it's actually just a couple pictures of some some spook like some spooky guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and he explains that Joseph tried to take a spirit photo of Josuke. Uh, like I, I like uh, deadbeat dad Joseph is so good. He tried to take a spirit um, photo of his like illegitimate son, but all the spooky guys showed up. So that means that like something is like blocking the yeah. connection. Yeah, so, in this crazy, noisy, bizarre town, there's something going on. So, uh, yeah, J- I think Jatar is like, this is, it must be a stand user. Don't call the cops. They won't help you. Only your fists will help you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Only your magical, invisible fists will help you. Uh, so then Josuke's like, oh, I should probably go to school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Jatar's like, okay, well, we'll talk later, see ya. Yeah. Come on, Koichi, my best friend. Hey, they're in the same class. How convenient. Yeah, and they're the same size. <laughs> uh, so then we cut to, like, uh, a scene of a lady walking down the street. Mm-hmm. And, like, a guy in, like, a cool convertible hot rod pulls up and he's like, oh, hey, baby, or whatever. Hey, hey baby, auga. Auga. Meow. And he's like, how would you like to ride with me? I'll take you anywhere. I'll go anywhere with you. So she says, go straight to hell and grabs him by the hair and, like, slams him into his car door. And it's good. Right. Uh, so then she walks away, and a cop pulls up on a bicycle, mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, uh, cop, that lady just assaulted me. And he's like, oh, that's my daughter. Goodbye. I forgot he said that's his daughter, because he was so fucking... I thought he was just trying to smash at the beginning. Who? But I thought the cop was just, like, trying... It was, like, being horny for the lady. No! Because <laughs> he's a fucking creep. He is. He's. We'll talk about him in the next episode. Yeah, but anyways, I forgot. Okay, so yeah, he's like, yeah, I'll let it go that you called my daughter a crazy bitch, but hey, you should be more careful because I'm I'm a good cop who would never do anything bad in this situation. I'm I'm a good cop in Mario, and I wouldn't pull a fake gu- a gun on my grandson. Goodbye. <laughs> Not for a weekly prank. Anyways, <laughs> this is Tomoko. Is that Tomoko? Yeah. And that's, it's Josuke's mom, mm-hmm. um, who Joseph Joestar did. Um, give a one-way tri- ticket to pound town mm-hmm. and um she says the exact same shit that holly says about her son which is you know he's strange but deep down in his heart josuke is kind yeah i mean yeah seems like okay th- yeah th- and this is where i thought the cop was being horny and i forgot about the daughter thing because he was like hey, why don't we celebrate tonight <laughs> and okay you know celebrating Kinda- your regular son's first day of high school Yes, that makes sense. Uh, I see. I see. It's it was for me a person who who doesn't understand media. It was a big switch from the prior scene 
where Jotaro was just entering an improv scene and saying, Hello, my name is Jotaro Kujo, and I am in the town of Morio, and your name is Josuke Higashikita, and your mom's name is uh, Got Fucked by Joseph. And so I needed the cop to also do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, he, he, Anyways, he, he could have done a better job. Yeah, there's a scary, creepy man who looks like Father from Kids Next Door, and he shows up. Uh, so then... Uh, I think it's like Jotaro giving a ver- voiceover of Angelo, mm-hmm. who is the worst criminal in Japan's history. Just the most disgusting and the worst one. And like, for JoJo's, it's like really violent. Yeah. Like, people get like their arms and shit blown off and stuff in there, but it was like, uh, like Angelo like raped and killed a hundred people or something. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Like, it's really out of nowhere. Yeah, there's a lot of really. Like, tonal dissonance, which I think is mostly on purpose in this part so far. It's like, he's telling a story, he's like, oh, he was taken into jail at, like, age 12, and they tried to hang him, but he didn't die. That's how evil he is, or whatever. Yeah, and he be- he became a stand user right before his execution, and he's right down the street. Yep, and he, and he lives here. And no one there's three million houses in Morio, and we're gonna look at all of them. Uh, so, do we see him yet, or is Jatar just, like, talking about him? And there's just, like, a, a, you see, like, a silhouette. No. Um, but then they're, then it's Koichi and uh, Josuke walking home together. Oh, yeah, they're walking home, and, like, a bunch of cop cars drive by, and they're like, hey, this seems fun, let's go check it out. Yeah. You know, like you do. And then we see, we briefly see a woman's mutilated body just hanging out in the woods. Oh, it was because, no, we see Angelo because, like, a couple walks by him and, like, bumps into him. Right. And then he's like, hey, you piece of shit, or whatever, and then he just, like, kills him. Yeah. Oops. Oopsie. Uh, no, he kills the, the lady's dead in the bushes, but the guy isn't there because the right. guy is robbing the store. Oh yeah, and he's under the control. Apparently, his stand can do this too. He's like under Angelo's control. That is what happened. Yeah, huh? Good show. So they all like a crowd is forming around the store, and the cops are like, "Hey, get away! This is bad." And the guy walks out, and he has a knife to the throat of like the cashier lady. And Koichi's like, "I know her. She checked me out before." Like, yeah, dude, <laughs> probably. What a good boy. Um, anyway, he's just, like, threatening her or whatever, and then, uh, he said, of course, he says something about Josuke's hair. Yeah, you with the stupid hair, get out of the way. Okay, so Josuke just fucking, like, storms through this crowd of people. Uh, and it's good, it's good because prior to that, Josuke was like, yeah, let's give him some space, everybody back up. Mm-hmm. But then, fucking, immediately, as soon as he says the word hair, you, like, you get, like, the loom kanji. Yeah. And then Koichi is good. just, like, screaming. <laughs> <laughs> it's good yeah um so here's i'm just gonna go step by step what happens here because my i'm obsessed with like what normal people see and think when stan shit happens sure. because this is in front of a crowd mm-hmm. so what josuke does pretty much like they just kind of yell back and forth at each other for a while josuke punches through the woman and the guy and pulls the knife out the guy's hand and like heals them back up his, his power is it is, it's his stand is like Star Platinum in that it can punch and fight good, but its main ability is like to repair things. It's mm-hmm. not limited to like healing people, it's just anything, pretty much. Right. Um, so he like punches through this lady and this guy and then repairs them back up, but the, puts the knife in the guy's stomach like Batman when Joker with the cell phone. It's a, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's what happens. And no one reacts to this. Nobody reacts because this is already this unthinkable to me situation. I know it's in the, it's in Japan and it's in the nineties, but just like this guy is holding off a bunch of police with a single knife. Yeah, I mean, I guess and they're like he's like, oh, if you do anything, like I'll stab her or whatever. So yeah, 
But I just, like, I live in the United States, so, like, it would just be, like, a, a hail of, of police bullets. Uh-huh. Anyways, this guy spits up a stand that looks like Hierophant Blue, and it has eyeballs on it, and I fucking hate it. It's not great to look at. So the stand, and he's like, this stand's like, Josuke, like, ah, I'm gonna get ya. And then it goes down into the sewer. And then the cops tackle it Josuke. It says, I'll be watching you all the time now. <laughs> and then the cops tackle Josuke. And Koichi chuckle. He's like, oh, oh that, that silly boy. Like, the cops <laughs> just put him in custody. <laughs> like, oh, that yeah. dude. What a bizarre walk to the first day of school. Like, your friend is going to fucking jail. <laughs> uh, and then we go back to, like, Josuke's house, and there's, uh, Angelo is there, but he's dressed as, like, a milkman, which apparently exists. Yeah, he's wearing an apron that says Lucky Land Milk. Lucky Land Milk. Not Mega Milk, Lucky Land Milk. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm gonna, he's like, you know, I'm gonna do it to him. Yeah, I'm gonna destroy Jotaro's, uh, fucking Josuke's livelihood, soul, and his life, and then the gross water thing shows up. Oh, because when he, because he sees, he sees the cop, uh, like, go into that house, and he's like, he gets Shikata, that's the cop that arrested me all those years ago, I'll have my revenge, or whatever. And then the fucking gross, his stand is called Aqua Necklace. It's called Aqua Necklace. And I hate to see it. It's bad. And it, like, curls around his neck, because that's what it does. And then the episode ends. Yeah, it's like a necklace. Uh, so pretty good first episode. Sets a lot of pretty stuff good. up. It's, it's setting the tone. Mm-hmm. Um, let's check in with the Speedwagon Foundation. Let's do. If you'd like to, you can donate money to us at the Patreon.com slash post Game of Thrones. Uh, at $5 a month, you get, we'll say something bad, usually, that you send to us. <laughs> Any bad combination of words. Uh, we'll give you a shout-out in an episode, and at $10, you get all that, and special user status in Discord. This week, our special user is our newest uh, Patreon subscriber, Anthony oh. Anthony Timothy. I hope I said that right. Thank you, Anthony. No fucking way. What? T-I-M-O-T-I. Is... No, this is another fucking person that I know in real life. Oh. This is another fucking person that knew me in middle school. Okay. All those connections hey, Anthony, are... what's up, dude? All, all those connections are paying off, huh? Um, yeah, except it's the opposite, and I don't want anybody who knew me before college to to know my current group of friends. It's horrifying. I'll, I'll okay, I'll fade into the shadows, and then we'll, well, the podcast is over. <laughs> thanks, everyone. Yeah. We're running off into Anyways, the night. Thanks, thanks for the money, Anthony. Sorry, um, that I sat behind you in, uh, pre-algebra and was probably annoying. <laughs> thanks! Apollo, Apollo just sneezed. I don't know if that picked up on on the mic. No, damn it. It woke him from his slumber, and then he sneezed. Him sneeze. Him sneeze. Uh, Patreon.com slash both gamers. Thank you. No messages this week, thankfully. <laughs> thankfully. Uh, what's the next episode? Oh, Josuke meets uh, Angelo. Yeah. Um, so yeah, apparently they still have Milkmen in Morio. They still have milkmen, um, and uh, T- Tomoko's stand can tell where dog shit is, we learned. <laughs> so, right off the bat. yeah, she comes out to, like, get the milk, and she gets it. Don't get gross. Fucking, Don't get fucking gross. Fucking Joseph came out to get the milk. Yeah. She receives the container of milk from the milkman. <laughs> and she's like, um, she gets to the bottle, and she's like, hey, the seal is broken on this. Hey, this this lid is Kimyu not broken. Fuck you. <laughs> And then the intro starts. Uh, does it? 
No, it doesn't, but it would have been funny for that joke. <laughs> so she, yeah, she d- says that, and then he's like, oh, okay, I'll give you a new one. And then it's this whole thing of, like, you're not the regular milkman. And he's just like, oh, yes, I'm just filling in today. Goodbye. And as he's walking away, she's like, oh, look out. And then he ste- steps in a dog poo-poo. And she gets mad. She's like, oh, there's some guy that never cleans up his dog poo-poo. Anyway, goodbye. So Angelo... Uh, oh, he's like, first of all, he's like, oh, she's very perceptive. Like, if Josuke got that, I would have killed him easily. Yeah. Uh, because he hi- fucking, he hates that his plan didn't, yeah. didn't work his, out exactly His stand his can, like, move freely through wall. It seems like it can go anywhere. Like, it doesn't really seem impeded by not being in water, but I guess, like, right. being in water makes it better or something. Yeah. So he walks forward and sees the the guy walking his big large dog, and the dog his funny shitting comedy dog. The funny shitting comedy dog takes another dump, and the guy literally <laughs> says, "He's like, wow, you sure take a lot of dumps." It's pretty funny. So, oh, we we also get another Jotaro voiceover that like it gets really fucking graphic. So maybe just skip thirty seconds if you don't if it's it's bad to hear. He's yeah. like, oh, Angelo like found three fourteen year olds and raped them and killed them and ripped off one of their dicks and like pinned it to the wall it's extremely not needed yeah you know and the reason he was caught was because the third one he killed two of them and then the last one was like rich and he tried to ransom him but like the cops found them and that's how jiski's grandpa arrested him like it's so like nothing like that ever comes up again in the show and it has yeah it has nothing to do with how he actually gets like defeated yeah it just must be fucking like Iraqi's writing this, and he's like, "All right, well, maybe it's um, like the ultimate. Uh, the ultimate evil was just defeated, like that. You know, so like oh. we have to have very, 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 very bad people." The only thing the I can think part. of is if it's like a reference to like an actual like terrible event that happened or something, sure. like some serial murder or something that we don't know about, because it's so out of place. Well, maybe that is the story of the Angela Stone. <laughs> that it's real. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he, so Angelo, um, is regular, and he walks up to this guy's comedy shooting dog and bites its face off with his mouth. Yeah, he just kind of picks up the dog and bites his face off and then spits the dog's blood into the, the owner's mouth. Uh, and he gets mad at the owner for not picking up the poopy and for throwing a cigarette on the ground. And then he says, those who get cocky can swallow my stand and die. So he spits his gross stand into this guy's mouth, and it, like, explodes out of his head, and he dies. Yeah. And then... Yeah, it's fucking... You see, you see, like, oh, no, this aqua necklace can go into any surface of water. And then, like, you see aqua necklace going into the hose, and then Tomoko is filling up her glass of tap water. And then... Crazy Noisy Bizarre Town. It's a good song. What would you think of it's it? A, it's, it's like a very fun game show. I just It's just so tonally different from all the rest. Yeah, it's fun. It's fast-paced. I love it. Uh, it's a good song. And it's um, also... Uh, so there's this one part in it where I noticed that Koichi has, like... They do a lot... Like, in most of them, most of the theme songs, there's shots of, like, all the main characters with, like, cool silhouettes around them. Mm-hmm. Um, Koichi's has the outline of a woman that looks just like Lisa Lisa's from Battle Tendency, so that's a headcanon. Jot that one down. Okay. Um, that one will come up later. Mm-hmm. And then there's a part where they all do a single move with their stand, and it's very, very pure. It's nice. Like, the poses? 
Yeah, like, like uh, Josuke's hanging out, and then Koichi does his thing because he doesn't seem to have a stand. And then there's somebody who I'm going to meet probably next episode who does like a cool move with a with a stand, and it's good to see. Yeah, I, I like how like a cool thing they do in this season is the I don't think for the intros, but for the endings, like you know how it's like zooming through the town or whatever. Right. Like as more characters are introduced, they appear in the ending. Oh, that's good. It's good. But I guess for this one, they're like, okay, we can only make three of these, so put this guy in, even though, <laughs> like, we don't know. We can't wait till, like, episode six to put to, to do the first intro, so just right. put this guy in. Whatever, it's fine. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Josuke, this part is, like, it's, it, then we go back into the show, and it's uh, Jotaro talking to Josuke on the phone, and it's, like, two close-ups of their faces, and I'm like, this looks so good. It looks real good. Um, there's a, like, I feel like a lot of... This season, maybe I just became more aware of it, of people complaining about... When something looks bad in in anime, fans like to say, like, quality, because it's, like, funny. Uh So a lot of times that happens, it'll be, like, one character's talking in the front, and then, like, the rest of the group in the back, but their faces look like shit because they're not the main focus. Right. But mostly, this looks very good to me. I like seeing it. Yeah. Um, and I did, so you did, you did mention earlier that Jotaro in the first episode is pretty much just the fucking, like new narrator and that's also very very true in this scene what's what's i forget what he's he's saying i'm gonna come to your house yeah he's like he's talking about josuke is like telling jotaro about the sand over the phone and jotaro says i'm coming over make sure you don't drink tap water or go to the bathroom yeah (laughs) and josuke says okay i will go tell my mother who does not currently know not to drink tap water Uh oh oh and there's also the thing where josuke says um, cause Jos- uh, Josuke's mom doesn't know that Jotaro's in town yet. Oh yeah. And Josuke says, well, I don't know if you should come over cause my mom is tough, but she clearly still loves Joseph Joestar and cries when she thinks about him. And Jotaro says, okay, I'll be right over. <laughs> yeah, I'll be right over. I, w- I, w- I would love to see that. Be right there. I love when a woman cries. Anyways, gotta come over. Uh, so I forget what the mom's doing. She's like pouring something or like drinking something. And just well, she she's like, hey, what are these? What are these weird pictures? Because the the milkman is in one of these very creepy pictures, and then she pours herself a big cup of coffee, uh-huh. and then Aqua Necklace is already in her mouth. Oh yeah, and Jessica's just like, hmm, mom, can you make me coffee, please, with milk and sugar? And he's like, she's like, oh, of course. So he grabs a bottle. This is in episode two. This happens. Uh huh. He gr- grabs the bottle with his stand, and his stand is holding it, and he punches through his mom's stomach, and the bottle mm-hmm. breaks. And then he repairs both of, like, he repairs the bottle outside of her and repairs her stomach, and she doesn't notice it. And the bottle comes back together, and Aqua Necklace is inside the bottle. So is this just, so, is this just, like, you know, like, anime weird time dilation, or is... Or is Josuke also just, like, fucking stopping time for a I, second I to really do this? I really don't know, because she would at least be like, ow, my belly... Yeah, like, that was, ooh, for a split second, like, ooh, my appendix hurt or something. Yeah, I don't know, but she doesn't seem to notice it or care. She got turned into a donut. She did. It, she's fine. She, for the second time in her she, life she, after Joseph. She's a tough woman. That's one of her Joseph. traits. God damn it. This is rearranging those guts. <laughs> Joseph Joestar, fuck me. Ew, Joseph, yeah, that actually, that, the, the stance power is kind of rearranging guts if you think about it. Yeah. Anyways, Josuke's playing, oh, that's a baseball 64. Because I was, like, 
confused at first because I was like, that's not the controller they used in the last episode. But then you can clearly see it's like a fake Nintendo 64. It's a Nintendo 64 with fucking cartridges and a fucking, that three-pronged controller mm-hmm. and everything. But like, he was using like the Mad Cats controller. Like, it was just enough yeah. to not be the actual N64 controller. It's good. And that was fucking... Correct, correct me if I'm wrong, like, fucking Shining Diamond was in the fucking game, right? I... I think it was Star Platinum. Was it? Which is good to me, because that means canonically, they were like, this is so sick. They were changing the code of the game yeah. at, when they were fighting Darby. Um, have I ever told my N64 story on this? On any of our... That I won a Nintendo 64 in my school's Scholastic Raffle for $1? That sounds very good. It was is the, that the whole story, or is there more? I mean, it was pretty much like it was. Well, it's the only thing I've like ever won in my life. But it was like Leave one me of the, a tale. It was like one of those book fairs or whatever, and I bought some stuff, and then I had one dollar left, and I was like, "I'll whatever, I'll enter a raffle," and I was like, "I don't want a book. Uh, I don't want like <laughs> a Target gift card. I think I'll go for the fucking N sixty four one." And my right. friends, one of my friends' mom was like the PTA member that was running it, and I was like, "One ticket, please." And she was like, "Just so you know." Uh, we put $20 in. So we have a very good chance of winning it. And I was like, okay, $1, please. (laughs) (laughs) What a fucking villainous thing to say to a child. I love it. So she was, like, trying to fucking rig the N64 raffle, but I somehow won it, and they announced it over the loudspeaker, and I had to go to, like some office and collect my N64 still in, like, the huge packaging and then brought it back into class, like, a returning, like, champion. <laughs> like, I held it above my head while everyone cheered. And that PTA mom is just sobbing, hands and knees, <laughs> as you walk by her. I defeated the evil. I was like, you, you did one thing wrong, you shouldn't have pissed me off. <laughs> it was the, uh, the Donkey Kong one. It had Donkey Kong and the fucking... Like expansion. Oh hell pack. yeah! Is and it, the green, like the see-through green one. It was so sick. Okay. And then the story like, gets sad because I came home and my mom was mad because I got an N64 for a dollar, and she's like, "Wow, I wasted all my money on buying you one, and you want another one." <laughs> and I was like, "No, I'm gonna bring this one to my dad's house." And then she was even more mad because I decided to have fun in my life. Right. <laughs> so. A good, a good story with a good ending. If I, I would, I would edit the ending a little bit if I was publishing this and say like we played the game together. But instead, she got mad sure. that I won something. And yes, and and my mom picked Lanky Kong, and I said, "No, mother, that's my favorite character." And then she picked another character, and it was good. <laughs> and then my mom, and then so, so then she beat the shit out of me because the donkey, the DK raps at hell, and I wasn't allowed to hear that kind of language. <laughs> Oh, man. School's a weird time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to be in <laughs> yeah. fifth grade again. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, so just gets playing Oh, That's a Basic. And I guess this is, like, before school the next day. Yeah, I guess. Which, I don't know about you, but when I got ready for school, I didn't have fucking time to play Donkey Kong 64 before school. Oh, fuck no. Anyway. I was... Uh, elementary school story for me, I would liter- my mom would literally have to drip a cup of water on me to get me out of bed in the morning because I was so, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> Great. Uh, but Josuke's playing, and then Grandpa, he uh, came home from, like, the night shift of being a cop, and he puts a- I know it says the horny cop gets home, because I'm a fucking idiot. And he puts a fucking gun to Josuke's head. 
And, he, and he's like, why aren't you at school? I fucking love cops, dude. <laughs> and he's like, I'm waiting for someone. Like, I'm waiting to go to school. And then he's like, oh, well, this is a prop gun. It's not real. It was a fucking revolver with bullets in it. <laughs> like, Just like a fun weekly contest to scare each other. Yeah, he's, he's like, oh, I guess I won. Yeah, so he says, oh, this is, I win our first contest to scare each other. What you do to your elderly grandfather? Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> anyway, then he just get wins later. Anyway, then he fucking dies. <laughs> <laughs> I need to fuck. Okay, so just because like fine, I'll stop playing. Oh, that's a baseball sixty four, and um, and then he turns he turns the channel to the news, which explains that seven bodies have been found in the park from stand disease. Yeah, and the- and the fucking his grandpa's like, hmm, I've been looking into that. And I have a hunch that it's foul play. Yeah. The the newscaster is like, we don't know if it's from disease or an accident. Oh, you mean the guy who died with his brains exploded next to his dog with its face bitten off? Probably. <laughs> They're probably just very sick. It's very sick. Anyways, Angelo's like, oh, this is the cop's house. And I know that the cop loves a shot of brandy every night. So apparently... And, which is a container of liquid. Yeah, so apparently this is the only time this happens, but... Aqua necklace like transforms to look like brandy inside the bottle. Oh, that's yeah. So he's he's stuck. He's trapped in like this fucking little water bottle, and then Aqua necklace vomits like golden liquid to make the container look like cognac. Yeah. And then what if I, his name was? Uh huh. Sorry. What if his name was Dio Brandy? Anyways, what was your point? The, the I I didn't like take a screenshot or write it down, but the cognac just said like a bunch of extravagant words on it. It was like Napoleon, victorious, yeah. like extravagant. Like it just said that on it. Was, I mean, that's what I would do if I was like, oh, what does cognac look like? So Josuke turns away to, like, go to school, and then he looks back, and his grandpa's dead on the floor with the bottle opened immediately. With an empty bottle. Empty. Like, he fucking downed, he downed it. it. Uh, and then Aqua Necklace comes out of his dead grandpa's mouth and says, yeah, it's all your fault. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna get you next, and, like, disappears somehow. Yeah, and- he punches, uh, he gets stamp punched a lot, but then Aqua Necklace is like, it just dips out of there. And... It's like his head wasn't explode. He just had like blood like coming out of his mouth or whatever, and eyes. <laughs> I guess his eyes. Too. Yeah. Uh, and then Josuke runs up to like heal him with Crazy Diamond, and he repairs himself like yeah. Joseph did when he got Dio's blood. <laughs> um, and Jotaro shows up, and he's like, "What's up? That guy's dead." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's dead as hell. And Josuke's like, "It's just a minor wound." As like this unresponsive old man with bloody eyeballs is completely just fucking clear he literally he fixes the wounds and then you see his soul start to ascend to heaven mm-hmm. and just, like he starts evaporating and just goes like oh it's good he's fine and then jotaro goes on some like philosophical <laughs> like he's so wise now he, yeah, he, he, says, he, he, he he's like shaking his grandpa like come on grandpa you gotta and jotaro says yeah yeah it is humans live by destroying but your power despite all that is kinder than everything else which but is, once a life is taken, it doesn't come back. Which is fucking beautiful, Jotaro, but also demonstrably bullshit. You stole blood to give to your dead grandpa. Yeah, like, your power is kinder than anything else is, like, a very nice thing to say. But also, he's he's dead. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, like, it was very important table dressing for me to sort of, like, understand, like, the tone of Josuke and his power. But also, come on, Jotaro. So then there's, like, a scene. It gets so, like heart-wrenching about this, like, dead cop who we knew for ten minutes. But the thing... Okay, so Josuke's like... He's very sad, and he's like, this man protected this city for 35 years when he 
when this when my grandpa heard about the murders, he had the eyes of a man who was protecting the city. Yeah. He wasn't doing anything. He rode up his bike next to his daughter and didn't like write down a crime. And then he came he home pretended and pretended to hold you at gunpoint and then drank brandy while thinking that maybe seven exploded bodies at <laughs> the park were not natural causes. <laughs> you didn't do anything. <laughs> And then it's, like, a whole scene of, like, it's, like, the grandpa's, they have his funeral, and then the the actual narrator is, like, mm. all of his clothes are folded up, and they'll never be worn again, but they keep them there as a memory, but soon they'll have to be moved, and they'll have to move on, or whatever. Dude, that'd be so fucking... See, that's... This is the tragedy of Dio being dead, because you'd know if Dio was the bad guy, he would show up and wear that cop's clothes <laughs> as a joke to make Josuke mad. He was. <laughs> that'd be so sick. It'd be so funny, dude. Um, so then, uh, Jotaro's back in the house, and Josuke's like, don't worry, uh, my mom is staying at a friend's for a few days, so we can just destroy my house in a stand battle. <laughs> um, and then, and then, like, it's a close-up of Josuke, and Jotaro's like, oh, like, you have a scar on your lip from when I punched you, like, what happened, like, can't you heal it? And then we find out that Josuke's stand can't heal himself, so. Right, which is important. Important to know, yeah. Um, What's, speaking, fucking, in terms of, uh, I just have this part of my notes right now, is there a reason, like, has Araki ever commented on, like, why the JoJo line has so many single parents? I don't know. I think that's just his thing. Because, like, George, we never met, like, George's, like, his wife died before the show started, and, like, there was fucking Lisa Lisa, and fucking, yeah, it just seems like it's, I don't know, it's a thing. Like, def- like part five, yes. Part six, yes. Part seven, I don't... I think it's different in part seven, but... And I'm not yeah, really... Well, I guess... I'm not really sure if you think about, about it. But If you think about it, Holly was Jotaro's mother and Star Platinum was his father. His father, yes. Thank you, Star Platinum. Thank you, Star Platinum. Anyways, funny Angelo drink a Pepsi. Funny Angelo drink a Pepsi, and he's eating, like, a cheeseburger in a tree. And he's <laughs> like, I'm just gonna wait here and bide my time until my moment's good. Um, so it happens, yeah, then Jotaro's just, it's like two days later or whatever, and Jotaro's mm-hmm. like walking around the house and he sees like footprints in the grass. Fucking Angelo-shaped fo- footprints in the front yard. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I can't believe he got like this close to the house, uh, to, to see what's going on. Hmm. It's getting very dark here and it's starting to rain. I wonder what Angelo's waiting for. It's starting to rain. Hmm. Starting to rain. Ugh! Water stand. <laughs> and then he, like, realizes it and, like, runs into the house real quick. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, Aqua Necklace, like, almost gets inside of Jotaro, but then Star Platinum punches him away and he runs inside. And he gets, like, it's, like this Aqua Necklace punches Jotaro in the face, but it, it looks like one of those fucking, like, silly hands. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's such a tiny handprint. It's good. Yeah. I like it. So he runs in and, like, Josuke's running around freaking out, too, because he also realized it. And then it turns out that Angel, like, poked holes in the ceiling and, like, turned all the fucking water kettles and stuff on. And yeah, the like, boiling water coming out of the sink. Yeah, the house is, like, steaming up so he can move, like, freely through anywhere, pretty much. At this point, Jotaro says, huh, I never thought a water stand could be this terrifying. It blinded his boyfriend. It blinded his boyfriend and, like, ripped uh, Polnareff's Achilles heel. Like, <laughs> It's kind of been bad for you. Yeah, you had one experience with one, and it was very bad, if you remember. It was super bad. Uh, remember when it blinded your boyfriend, who then, like, came back and died immediately? <laughs> it was fine. No, Anyways. well, he didn't have any problems with it, because he just punched a blind man to death. 
He just, he didn't punch it. He fucking, a dog helped him with a hang glider, and then he punched a blind man to death. Um, so yeah, then they're just, like, running around the house, like, trying to turn off all the steam, and it's just, like, a couple of scenes of, like, uh, Aqua Necklace, like, getting close, and then, like, they punch it away or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then at some point, I don't know why this had to happen, but Josuke, like, punches through a wall. Right. And they're like, he's like, oh, come through and I'll fix the wall. So he does that and they go into some room that must be like a fucking hidden room or something. Yeah, it's my secret room with no door. With no door, but a single humidifier on the desk that's running. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, because by punching a hole through the wall, for those of you who don't watch this very good show, um, the, the, it's, it's not just organic matter. It can fucking heal anything. Yeah. So the humidifier sends Aqua Necklace into Josuke's mouth. Uh... Oh, and then it, it it says, I knew you'd break the wall and come into this room. Continuing the, the trend of that. And then it, like, goes, <laughs> thing. it goes, like, into Josuke's mouth, and Jotaro's like, well, guess he's dead. <laughs> Pretty much, like, he doesn't try to stop it in any way. Crazy noisy bees <laughs> are down. But then, uh, it, it's like, he's like, Josuke's lean, leaning over, and I forget exactly what he says. But he's like, oh, don't worry about it. And then fucking Crazy Diamond reaches into his mouth, and it looks really goofy. But he pulls out, like, uh, a... fucking latex like glove. Like, a latex glove. And uh, Aqua Necklace is, like, caught in it. And he's like... Yeah, it's tied into a perfect knot already. And he's like, this is gross, but I beat up a glove and ripped it up and then repaired it in my belly to catch it. And I've seen a thing that there's one scene where they run by the bathroom... And you can see, like, a single glove over, like, the uh, towel rack or something. That's good. So, like, you don't notice it unless you look for it. But it was... It's not just like, oh, Araki just hid this from us, so it would be shocking. Like, it's technically there. I like I, I like that. Yeah. Uh, so then they, like, he... it's The uh, Aqua Nexus is stuck in the glove, and then they go outside and confront Angelo. And they, like, back... Like, Josuke keeps, like, slamming the glove into the ground, and Angelo's falling over whatever. Which is funny, and I, I really feel like more... Like, that should happen more Like, in stuff show. is done to the stand, and then it happens to... Yeah, just, like, if you have a stand in a bottle, just, like, shaking it to give your person nausea. There is, there, like, I, there's specifically one example I'm thinking of later that's, like, iconic, and it's very good. good. Um, so then, like, he, like, backs up against the rock, and he's like, oh, you can't kill me, because then you'll be just as bad as me. Because that's how liberalism Gotta works. Gotta hear both sides. Gotta hear both sides. Uh, so then, he's like, you can't judge me. Even though I was found guilty by the courts of Japan, you're in no place to judge me. And Josuke's like, oh, we're not going to kill you. Repent for eternity, Angelo. And then he, like, punches him. He punches him so hard that he be, he, he he is entirely contained within a big rock that he was sitting next to. Yeah. And he's, like, fused within the rock. And then Josuke says, you're going to live forever in the city my gramps protected. Which citations needed. But right. it's, like, a good sentiment, I guess. It's good. And then Jotaro's like, yada yada, this guy really is crazy. And then the episode ends. Oh, we I forgot! Wait, wait, I forgot, I forgot. Earlier in the episode, it's like after um, the funeral or whatever, and we see Koichi walking to, to Josuke's house. <laughs> and he's like, uh-huh. he's like, uh, Josuke probably doesn't want to hang out right now. And then he just walks yeah. away. <laughs> that's his yeah, one that's scene. It. That's his one scene. <laughs> Koichi is so good. I like Koichi. I'm, I'm I'm glad they finally figured out a good little boy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, but, we get the narrator's... At the very end, we get the narrator's description of the Angelo Stone. It's a place where lovers meet, even though it looks very creepy. So also... Okay, so it's it's just a big boulder, and there's a, like, 
a guy's screaming face. Eventually, in the middle it, of it morphs that like his face looks like rock. Like right. it's not just a human head sticking out of it. It's kind of like looks like it's one of those things where you, if you look at it, you're like, oh, that kind of looks like a face, but no one like knows about it. So okay, so Josuke says like repent for eternity, and they say that they're not going to kill him, but he he probably died. So that yeah, that's my question. Like, is Josuke coming every couple days to give him treats to like, like keep him alive? Like he's not ultimate cars. Like he's definitely dead. I guess he's not ultimate cars, huh? <laughs> Anyway, uh, there Dude, that happens cars. a lot. Anytime like a new thing comes up, the narrator gives you like Morio tour guide. Like, I like that a lot. The Angelo Stone. There's a bunch of them that show up. It's good. And then, uh, how do you feel about uh, the ending song? Um, well, my first, uh, I'm unfortunately not a true 90s kid, so my first note was English outro music, and then I looked it up, and it's a, it's a song called "I Want You" by Savage Garden. It's pretty good. He says Chica Cherry um, Cola. Yeah, so, yeah, I was kind of like, I wasn't really paying attention, and then I heard Chica Cherry Cola, and I was like, that's a word that I know. That's that's a that's a good soda that I like to drink. I like, I think and it's then I realized good, that it was Savage Garden. It's a good outro. And keep watching, like, for new characters. Because that, that I th- I'm pretty sure that's the outro the, the whole season, so. Okay. Uh, oh. And then ne- uh, next time, they didn't show me anything, they just said, next time, the Nijimura brothers, yeah, and that's it. I guess they gave up, because every, like, preview, next episode, is just someone saying, like, how are we going to get out of this one? Or like, I'm going to get right. you. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, next one is a three parter, but mm. I think we're just going to stick to doing two at a time because then that fucks up what I want to be a two part. Ep- like it'll, it'll mess it up. So I trust, I trust you. So for a, a few times, we're going to like end in the middle of an arc, That's but okay. it'll, it's fine. It also, it, it prolongs um, the good How long we get to do podcast. this. Yeah. Yeah. There's 39 episodes. I don't know what I'm going to fucking do after this. There's 39 episodes, not fucking 48, so. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, we're going to have two um, opening songs for our podcast over the course of this one, and you're actually going to know at least the first one. Oh, cool. You're going to do fucking Danny California? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. But it is the Red, the red Shot ch- Chili Mappers. The Red Shot Chili Mem. Yeah members and viewers um so yeah that's good episodes good episodes my um, i i like the it so far my the next i don't know if i mean it must at least show up in the second one but it has one of my favorite like bad stand translations okay so it's it's good to look yeah, I'm, ex- to. I'm excited to meet um because you know I, i've again I, like i've seen people's top stand lists and i don't recognize most of them <laughs> i didn't really notice aqua necklace on any of those lists yeah aqua necklace is but... uh not not a very high uh not high well, tier, you know. Yeah, it's because it looks so much like Hyperfit Green. Yeah, it does. How, how do we, did we? How do you feel about um how Crazy Diamond looks? I think it's really cool. I like it. I like that he. I I like that. Like it's Star Platinum, but what if it was pink? Yeah, pink and hearts. Yeah, and I mean, you could you could write a fucking dissertation about like the fact that it's pink and has hearts, and it's about healing and what that says about like femininity or whatever. But also, it's good and it punches hard. Yeah, it's very good. I like it. All right, uh, let's get into questions. If you have a question, yeah. you can send us an ask on yare-yare-boys.tumblr.com or email us at yare-yare-boys at gmail.com. First question this week, uh, we I don't know if you remember, but we had a, a query uh, last week. We reached out to the science side of Patrick for a little help on a topic. Uh, okay. Patrick responded, so I'll just get into it. Uh, right. Tumblr user taking turns at random. Dio's cum is stored in Jonathan's legs. Obviously, 
And based on mm-hmm. meticulous research and strong evidence from part six spoilers, I can confidently say that it starts mostly as Jonathan's and slowly transitions into a more Dio heavy blend. So, like, his cum is sort of like an anamorph situation where you, like, go native after a while? Yeah, it, it starts to be more Dio-like. Starts to be more of Dio's cum. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. Confirmed. Thanks. You know what? Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Anonymous asked, extremely... Okay, I'll, I'll just c- put this in the in the Skype chat because it says Brooke's voice. So I think... No, 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 no. I want to hear Brooke's voice. Go for it. Ah, uh, Koichi Hirose. More like <laughs> Kofifi Hirose. But seriously, folks. That's pretty good. That's, that was my Brooke's impression. I like it. I was like... It's like I'm walking on a tightrope at all times. I mean... When, yeah, folks. when everyone's ready to kill you for your takes, I mean, I, I can't even imagine what it's like to be you. You fucking, you're, you're telling me. <laughs> um, oh, uh, Tumblr user Maxi Bajillion made the same joke. In awe at the size of this lad, absolute unit, when Koichi sees Jotaro. <laughs> so I'm glad we're all, like, we have, like, this hive mind mentality. Yeah, we all steal the same jokes from the same places. And we Thanks. say, how can I use this? <laughs> Uh, next... I can't wait for three weeks from now when we, like, we relate something to the funny Patrick Star meme. <laughs> oh, that's, like, happening right now? Yeah. yeah. That's, like, that's the fucking, like, ultimate cars looking down at Angelo or something. <laughs> uh, Tell me user Flight Club asked, Thank you very much for featuring me on the very good Jumbo Spicy episode. Smiley face. Love this podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Flight Club. Why? Why can't every... Val Flight Club is the ideal P guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let this be a model to the yeah, rest please, of you. Take note. Send us more stuff like this that says we're good and not telling us to say like, "What if Dio had a butthole?" Like, <laughs> this is what I like. Did to we see. decide he he doesn't? Right? He. I don't remember. I I think it was it was hotly debated. Okay. Um, Tumblr user Cosmemer asked. I'm sure we can all agree the biggest mystery in Mario by far is Jotaro's new two-tone hat hair. <laughs> what are your theories on how it functions? Personally, I believe that the dark part on the back of his head is not hair, but in fact censorship to protect us from the truth. That's actually a good point. That's a good... So I, I have to get... I would have to get the Blu-ray to see, like, what it... Yeah. Uh, because it's just bone. So, see, like... See, I was... I was... I, I am... I am sympathetic to that viewpoint. I was also thinking that it was sort of... Um, if you remember Dio's sort of, like, um, head when it was detached from its body in Phantom Blood. Oh, like the tentacles? And how, like, the tendon just sort of, the tentacles just sort of, like, wrapped back around the host. I'm sort of thinking that's sort of what might be happening also. Uh, part two of this question. Real talk, though, lads. Everyone in this anime looks fresh as fuck. Have you seen how Josuke's design is made up entirely of hearts? <laughs> Even his pompadour makes his head silhouette a heart shape. He's a boy made of love, and I love him. Oh, that's good. I didn't even I didn't even really notice that. Yeah, I forget if I I mean Josuke is my favorite JoJo. So. Oh yeah. He seems like a really good boy. Uh Mike Dawson asked I did inform Brooks about doing. So Okay, there great. We go way heady on this one. Uh Roy of the show Fuck Warlock asked Imagine going to grad school with Jotaro Kujo. <laughs> Imagine rolling up to the lecture on day one, and you got to share a table with the world's hugest and most giant chain wearingest young man. Imagine the two of you want the same professor as your thesis advisor, and you know he has an invisible punch ghost who can stop time. He, <laughs> he carries his dissertation draft strapped to his body in case knives happen. <laughs> it's good. 
Yeah, and fucking, like... Judith Butler comes to give a lecture, and Jotaro's just like, who's this bitch? <laughs> I, I hate I'm this. so annoyed. Yada yada, when is Jordan Peterson gonna give a guest lecture? <laughs> <laughs> He's just using Star Platinum to punch counter-protesters to Jordan Peterson <laughs> rally. Uh, Ape of Naples asked, What if Angelo's stand was curled, called Pearl Necklace, and the only liquid it controlled was cum sent to eat? Now let this be a model to the rest of you. <laughs> this is the kind of thing we're looking for. No! I hate every, everything we do, there's just come everywhere. From Angelo and dogs and Dio. I'm sick of yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's the Joseph Joestar story. Everywhere you go, it's just come, come, come. God. I, I love how much that grandpa loves to fuck. He does. He's 800 years old and he cannot stop fucking. Uh, and it, it, and, I, and it, like a lot of the times on like our, our other podcast, we'll talk about like, oh, old people come dust and it looks like baby powder, but like. Potent. I guess, I, I mean, it's baby powder if you think about it, but I really think that he's still like very virile. Probably. He's still, he's still got it. Um, Dr. Bulls Dandy asked a question. Dude, Angela's gross, right? Yeah. He's really I, gross. I mean, we mentioned it's so out of place that it's weird yeah it's no good i don't so i don't specifically remember the how exactly i feel like by episode two of stardust crusaders we kind of knew like what the plot was you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i think they were like okay we're gonna go to egypt and get dio right like in this it hasn't happened yet yeah this one's so far is kind of like huh i think there might be bad people in this town i feel like the main plot doesn't start until like isn't even, like, presented until, like, episode five. Like, that's okay. when it's introduced of, like, the main part of the first half of, like... Yeah, I'm yeah, so. I'm Dio Jr., and I'm the mayor, and we're gonna put a big a big glass dome over this town, and nobody will be able to escape. I, I hate to tell you, the but there movie. is no direct Dio involvement in this season. I'm fucking waiting for something because you said technically he appears if you want to be really pedantic about it. He does. I think he does in this. I know for sure he does in part five. There's like is Dio references. And I think they're there. It's likely there's Enyaba references in this one. Hell which yeah, Which I know dude. for sure. So that's why I'm thinking there might be some Dio like influence yeah, but it'll probably sure. they're a fucking like fucking it's the last episode and josuke's dying of some fatal internal wound and he's like with my last act i will use my father's money to erect a, a dio statue in the middle of town hall because ultimately he had some really good points and cops are bad and then he dies it's the episode thanks for listening this like even in this second episode i was like marking out so hard at my computer i'm like oh he ate the thing he ate the, he ate the glove yeah so yeah, um, i i fucking love when you like you post the episode previews where we're like soliciting questions mm-hmm. i had and, like the picture is i learned later is jotaro coughing up a fucking latex glove and i had no idea what was going on <laughs> yeah it's a good it's one bizarre adventure it is if you think about it uh, that's the episode. Thanks for listening. That's the episode. I gotta ask you something. Okay. I I was playing Splatoon earlier, as you do. Yeah, let, yeah. Let's get into it. And I saw next week's uh, Splatfest. Yeah. Which is which came first, the chicken or the egg? Mm-hmm. And I don't know which side to pick. Usually, I'm very set on my ways, but this one, 
It's philosophical. I'm, um, I mean, again, it's, uh, 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 Patrick turned the podcast off. It's something that we'll never know for sure. Um, and there's no sort of biological, um, understanding. We'll never know for sure. Um, so in this instance, what I'm going to do is just, you know, if, if I'm on the fence, I'm going to side with Marina. Yeah. Because Pearl is a little gremlin. True. Earlier, um, Kim, I was playing, and she was like, oh, who are they? And I was like, uh-oh. And then Kim said, oh, she's cute, talking about Pearl. And I said, she's uh, she's a gremlin. And then Kim says, then why does the other one look like an octopus? And I was like, no, she's also an octopus, but I mean, look at her, she's a gremlin. And then Kim's like, yeah, she- and then Kim's like oh, okay. Well, I still think she's cute. And then Kim said, uh, chickens came first because they evolved from dinosaurs. I mean, that's true. So... <laughs> Listen. Did you ever get? Did you end up getting a bubble tea? No, because Kim's out shopping. So I figured she meant like on her way back. I was hoping to mm. crunch on bubbles during the uh, yeah. during the show. Kimberly's be shopping. Kim's be shopping. It's true. Uh, she sent me. Then she sent me another. Like I didn't watch it yet, so I hope she's not mad at me. But she sent me another like high definition video of that guy <laughs> with the cat bag. So I have to go watch that right now immediately. Um, you don't have to let me know. Uh, what it uh is because i don't you don't need to let the cat out of the bag don't get cucked stay off the hook yaddy yaddy boys i'm not owned you are shout out to captain ron what i don't want to talk about it on the podcast but right before we started recording i realized that my favorite dog from old friend senior dog sanctuary uh, across the rainbow bridge captain ron yeah so everybody everybody spend your weekend Doing, doing something that would make you smile in the way that Captain Ron smiles. Oh, no! Okay, we have to go now. Bye. Yeah, I have to go fucking lie down and look at the sky. Thank you. In memory of Captain Ron. Goodbye. Memory of Captain Ron. Uh, see ya. Bye. I'll be your dream, I'll be your wish, I'll be your fantasy. I'll be your hope, I'll be your love, be everything that you need. I love you more with every breath, truly, madly, deeply do. I will be strong, I will be faithful, cause I'm counting on